0: Hello! How are you? So glad that we have our opportunity to come and have a chat again this week. I'm so excited. Praying that you are too. Uh, Yes, we have some things we need to talk about, of course. And tonight, I have to um, just say that Uh, I never cease to be amazed at how far we have come in this country and how far we still need to go. Um, well, I have the opportunity of, um, of, uh, (laughs) uh, watching both of the parties' uh, convention. And I was praying the entire time for both parties, of course. And uh, and then I'm very saddened because of how uh, many people are being mm, hurt by this stuff. Uh, they are saddened by all of the discord and confusion and mudslinging and and promises to take this nation all the way from what we know it. We, we know that is the truth. We know that ultimately that is going to happen when uh, the Lord decides that all of his believers are gone. I was able to speak with someone that does not have the same faith as I am. How are you, Miss Pat, uh, as, as does not have the same faith that I do? And I was thankful for their compliment in that they said they admire that I do not uh, hold back on my belief, uh, nor do I. Uh, try to shun others because of theirs, but because of my belief is in a God who says that He is the one way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And that did not offend this other person. Um, That I must speak accordingly. I must love accordingly. And, um, we had an awesome discussion about the Word. And, uh, This individual asked me, why is it that so many of the same faith that I have becomes offended in what I bring, present from the Word, and that what the Lord gives me um, spiritually. And I was amazed that their perception, this individual actually told me to not even... um, hold back on their belief, and they actually believe in Hinduism. And this individual was saying that they admire the truth that I don't take down on what the Lord says, nor what he gives to me in the written word, nor what he gives to me um, spiritually. Uh, He says that um, for someone to become offended in someone's stance, in their belief, means that they are not secure in their own. And I've had more people of my faith become offended because of what the Word clearly says. And what oftentimes they are not clearly living out. And also they become offended because they don't understand that the Lord... uh, Tells us to love all people, but yet he tells us to love him as the, our only source of faith, of worship. And as you know, this individual, their beliefs are totally different. They have many different gods and, and they believe in a total different uh, way of, of, of uh, a thought process of how people, uh, when they die and all of these things. And this person wasn't offended in nothing that I said at all. And then when I uh, make a post talking about um, leaders that believe in the Lord as Christ or don't, my platform is actually speak from a Christian perspective. We talk about everyday life from a Christian perspective. So generally, I'm talking to those that believe like I do. I am so blessed when others happen to listen to me and love me for me who don't may not even believe like I do. Um, but it's most of the <laughs> Christian people that get offended by what the Lord said, and He's not going to change who He is. He's not going to change His stance on. The way he said things, whether we agree, whether we want to live according to his standards, whether we want to reinvent the wheel, he's not going to change. He wants us to love everyone, whether it's ourselves. He's not going to compromise. He's not going to take down. Um, And yes, our, our, our country has gotten to the place of compromise. It's all about the dollar. And that may offend some, but it is the truth. And it is to the point where if allowed the godly principles of the word of God, as we know it, I call it our, our uh, newspaper, <laughs> our news media, the Holy Bible, that will be obsolete. That's where the enemy is trying to get to right now, to get you to take down your stance on your beliefs. Or what the Lord says is to be and what isn't to be. Whether it's myself, my children, or whomever. If we are living accordingly, that is totally diverse from what the Lord says. He says it's sin. Now, there are some that actually are living a life and don't know this word. He says clearly in his word, to those who know to do right and don't do it, to him that is a sin. Now there may be some that believing in other things that have never heard about Christ at all, never heard that the Lord says that He is the only God, the true and the living God. Now you're having people getting offended because I said, uh, make a post talking about or either um, I'm, I'm bringing my stance on Christ, who is also God, who said that certain things are. And if I say that... Uh, You don't want to believe according to what he says. You don't want to live according to that. And you say you are a minister, whether you believe in Christ or not. Now, if that offended you, I can't apologize for that. I'm sorry, because that was not my goal, and that's not the Lord. The Lord's goal is to cut to the heart, go to the quick of the matter. He wants us to be with him, regardless of what. And anything that takes us from him or keeps us from him, He wants it eliminated and the things that if you notice that when he's talking in his word from Genesis and like I said the way the word he allowed this word to be put together maybe all of the word is not in the actual chronological order what I mean even in the old covenant all the word is true, yes but he wanted it to be presented he allowed it to be put in this word a certain way, because when you start reading it, it seems like some things how could that be, and this was written first, but then this comes later it's because he allowed it to be put in the book come together that way, but the time frame was ahead of what you heard, such as when Moses was talking about certain things, and then you notice that at one point Moses had died so someone else had to pick up, another prophet had to finish that, or as I said, in some instances the Lord, and when he allowed Moses to see where the promised land was, he also allowed him to see uh, where he, that he wasn't going to be with them. He's not going, to. he told him flat out, you're not going to go, you messed up. I love you, but no, you're not going. You, you, you got yourself to the point. You made them think you on the same level as I am. That's not happening. You made yourself an idol. I don't do idols. He clearly, if you listen to his prophets over and over, in Michael, especially Michael, Isaiah, uh, uh, Jeremiah, big time, telling you what he said about idols having other gods other than him. He don't like it. He'll wipe out the dog, the cat, and everything else. That does not change. So if, I also put another post was talking about, uh, I think I put it on Twitter, that says that those that are called into ministry are of the body of Christ. So you know I'm talking about those of the Christian faith who believe like me. And if you say that in your religion that you believe like a Christian, then I'm talking to you too, yes. He, it, the post that I was saying was that if you become offended in God's written word, or offended in the giving word, meaning that when he speaks prophetically, you're offended because every prophetic word has to line up with his uh, uh, written word, has to line up with his character and his standards, if it does not, it is not a holy godly prophetic word. it may come from a source, yes, because we talked about it before there's only three entities in this world: there's holiness. There's satanic and there's humanistic. That's the only three entities. So you're going to hear a word from one of the three. And if you are you're called by the Lord, he's going to allow everyone to be able to hear a word from him, to be able to give someone some exhortation, to lift up their spirits. doesn't mean that everyone is called into the office of a prophet because if they really knew what that means, they would probably run and hide themselves. And then you hearing people, if they don't tell you that you're going to be wealthy, that you're not going to get the loved one that you want, a certain car, certain size, all of these things that is humanistic, then they didn't get a word from the Lord. That's not what he does. And I beg to differ. Any prophet that tells me they're called by God and that's the only thing you're doing is telling people how to get rich. No, you stop that and say that I'm a business person and I've been trained. I am, uh, I am uh, savvy in helping you grow your money. Then I can accept that because that's a business savvy that can be a gift that you're able to see how to make things profitable. Because the Lord says he wants us to be wealthy. Yes, he does. And and naturally, he wants you to be wealthy to be able to not only handle your own stuff, but to bless somebody else. He doesn't want you to be poor that you can't represent him. He doesn't want anybody to, because he doesn't want the homeless to not have homes and the hungry not have food. Somebody got to have some money to do something. He said that money answers all things. Yes. It does. It handles all these these bills and and is able to give someone some clothes. It's able to help them pay some bills and and is able to give you some of that stuff you like. And he's not even against that. But if you make that your God, he said, we said last week, money, the love of money is a root because there's many roots to all evil. But money is a root and a major root in the United States to all evil. It's true. I can't apologize. I won't apologize for what the Lord says. Now, that causes people to think that I'm being arrogant. I am so sorry. Now, that I apologize for. I'm not arrogant. No, 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 no. Arrogant is fearful. Fearful that you are not going to accept me in in my nakedness, in the areas that I have not uh, achieved perfection in. I will never do that. Neither will any of us. We can be trained in certain areas. We're gifted in other areas. But who we are outside of God, we are not perfect. We are perfect in our imperfections. That's what the Lord loves about us. He's not intimidated by any of our shortcomings. He's not here to bash us, throw us under the bus, throw us out on, like the children say, front street. He's not trying to keep you bound up with your 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 nakedness and say that you can't get over it. No, that's not him. But at the same time, we can't use that as an excuse and say that he's going to accept any and everything out of us. That's not going to happen It's Never going to happen. It doesn't matter what laws that we create to appease the society or to appease our secret uh, desires. That doesn't matter to him. He says, don't do it. That's what he means. He's not going to change on that. I was talking about listening to both of the the um, national conventions, both the the Democratic and the Republican conventions, and I noticed that in, in one in one party they decided to sling mud at the other party the entire time, and it's mighty mighty uh, uh, confusing to me how we can allow our differences, our hatred of people to determine that this nation is no longer under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's mighty distasteful and confusing to me how we can get to the point where people feel like because they know something on someone, and yes, this culture has made it so, we are so promiscuous with every bit of information that we can just fling it off to the world that we can talk about our leaderships regardless of whether we voted for them or not. If they are over us, we are still supposed to pray for them. And here we are, we're having people determining that they want to just throw this country under the bus, throw it out the baby and the dishwater out at the, the bath water out at the same time because they don't like what a leader has done or said or how they do things. Your power is in your vote. And yes, they may, they may have a certain time to be in there. But no one can be there unless the Lord says so. Another thing, he also, and this is going to irritate some who just determined to hate. I know it is. Also, don't you know that the Lord will forgive people and allow them to get them their acts together? He did it for us. He'll say, listen, yeah, they blew it. Look at the word. I'm ta- Like I said, I'm coming from a Christian platform and those who believe in Christ as the Messiah. Yes, that's who I'm talking to. Uh, don't you know that if you read this newspaper, look at our, uh, our news media, the Holy Bible. Don't you know how many leaders have failed, messed up, literally had gotten to the point they denied God at one point? Had other idols all over the place. And when the Lord presented himself to them in such a way, listen, you either do this like you're supposed to, not only are you not gonna be in this position any longer, but you out of here. And if you don't get it straight, I'm gonna make sure nobody else in your family is going to be there either. But he can't, he will never ever not have anyone. There will never be a time where there will be no one representing him. He made a promise on that. He promised David that there will always be someone from his lineage, from his uh, family, that will be on the throne worshiping him. We knew ultimately he was talking about himself through the embodiment of Christ. And how, think about it. Coming through a whole line of some messy people doing some messy stuff. And some of them even denying who he was. And they got to the point where they said, Lord, I'm so sorry I did it. And this stuff wasn't hidden. It was out there for everybody to see. And he forgave them. How is it that we're not so willing to forgive people? And especially our leaders. I've heard so much stuff on both sides. One on this side wants to slam those on the other side. And yes, I'm going to say, and you all can and, and, and choose what I'm saying, because like I said, I am not here to represent any of the parties. I am a voter. But voting is supposed to be a secret thing in this country, and you're not supposed to be causing all kinds of confusion. But I am a Christian person who truly believes in a Christian God who is Christ, whether he's not Christian, but believe in Christ, who is the Messiah, who is the true and the living God. He said so. So that's where I'm coming from. So when we are coming up making laws that totally contradict the word of God, I'm supposed to like it. People talk about all the time, that's all you Christians ever do. Throw your stuff off on everybody. You throw your stuff off on us every day. You said that this was supposed to be a Christian culture. I'm supposed to, in a Christian nation, I'm supposed to be able to be freely talking about the love of God, how He loves everyone, whether you believe in Him or not. You can worship how many gods you want in this country. And the Lord, even even when He was here walking around, that was still going on. It wasn't anything new. He came to represent who God is, who His Father was in the embodiment of Christ. He was His own Son. And he was and an awesome God that can do that. <laughs> Create a body for yourself. What? Anyway. <laughs> so here he was saying that you're sick. I need you well. And he allowed us to get to know him. And these other people had different beliefs. You thought that was just brand new now because a certain party decides that it wants to be politically, socially, emotionally correct? Nothing about Christianity at all in it. But let everybody do whatever they want to and shut the Christians' mouths up. Let's take Christ out of the equation. Let's do what we want to because that's offensive right there. We can't talk about him. Certainly not. Because he says he's the only way. Yep, he said it. not going to change it. But did he stop loving people? Did he stop people from coming to him that needed to be healed? Needed some food? You thought everybody that came to Christ when he was ministering here three and a half years even wanted to be a part of him? <laughs> Absolutely not. They needed some food. They liked to hear. Some Even Herod loved to hear John the Baptist. He was a vile, nasty something. you talking about immoral? Yes. But he loved to hear John the Baptist. Something in his spirit. Everybody was created to worship. We were all created in the image of likeness of God. He wanted us to worship him. So that place in us is there. It's there. We can choose him or not. And he's going to allow us a time to, or not, if that's we choose. But there is going to be a time, regardless of what, if they ever choose to deny him forever, you will have to acknowledge that, yeah, he is it. You, you the man. You, you you, got it, dog. They're going to have to. Because he is who he says he is. Now, what gets people so out of out of uh, whack, or as we say, they get so disturbed, is because they want to put the Lord in a box. And they want to say that everyone, because we are created to worship God, that we are worshiping the same God. That's not true. And again, I'm talking to Christian people. If someone happened to be browsing by coming to listen to our chat, if your belief is not that Christ is the Messiah, then why are you offended? You should be offended if you are a Christian and somebody else is saying that. Yeah. You pray for them. You don't have to get ugly. Just pray. What did the Lord say about when um, the children of Israel, when we started coming against Israel, the nations would come against Israel? He was talking to Jeremiah. He said in uh, Jeremiah 12, 14. I'm going to read that real quick. 14 through 17. This is what the Lord says concerning all my evil, evil neighbors who attack the inheritance that I bequeath to my people, Israel. I am about to uproot them from their land and I will uproot the house of Judah from them. After I have uprooted them, I will once again have compassion on them and return each one to his inheritance and to his land. If they will diligently learn the ways of my people to swear by my name as the Lord lives, just as they taught my people to swear by Baal, they will be built upon, built up among my people. However, if they will not obey, then I will uproot and destroy that nation. This is the Lord's declaration. Clearly tells you right there. Other nations had other beliefs. And the word continues to say that over and over again. A different culture. When children of Israel got out of whack, got too cocky for themselves, started embracing other idols, he said, mm I'm not having any of that. He allowed them to even be overtaken by those that were once their allies. Now they're your boss. They're ruling you. And he was even telling those that taught Israel their wickedness, The idolatry, that if you accept me, you swear by my name, recognize that I am who I say I am. I allow you to be built upon. You become an inheritance of mine, and you are going to be able to be blessed, and you can uh, be built up right along with them, but if you don't, I'm wiping you out. Didn't change. The same thing going on now. We have a melting pot. This nation, yes, in that Expect Christian Christian beliefs where you're able to allow people to come and worship like they want to. That's Christ's way. He's not going to force himself on anyone. It's amazing how people say that uh, Christians throwing that down someone's throat. That's not true. Everything else is thrown down your throat, but no one says it. Speaking about this uh, 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 convention, I was listening to, I should never listen to the media's commentary because that just gets me ticked off to a maximum level. It really does. It's so biased. And how? Because human nature, human nature is that way. Whatever you want, you want. You remember we talk about the flesh? The flesh is going to be a whining baby. I always want what it wants, when it wants, want you to pick it up. Hold me. Nothing's wrong with you. You've been fed. Your your diaper's been changed. You're cool. uh, Either you're warm, whichever the temperature you need it to be, and you're still whining. You want what you want, what you want. You want that center of attention. That's what the flesh will do. It will take you literally to the point of hell if you allow it to. And here this news, (laughs) news anchors or whatever their positions are, but they're in the media. They they deal with the news. And one was with the Washington Post, I think. Yeah, yes, that young lady was. And then there was another one. Yes, he was with NBC. And they were discussing how it just jarred them that the, the Republican Convention was held at the White House. How dare that happen? That they're holding political agendas Uh, they're rallying at the White House. COVID-19 and other stuff, and that's the president. And they said, because that's taxpayers' money. I listen. You all know me. Any one of you know me. You know I listen. I said, say what? Because at the same time, the former presidency actually had a certain group that call themselves, that's the pride callers, shining on the White House. And not one news person said anything about that. They didn't draw them then. You just want to hate people. No, I can't say everything that our leader has said was politically, socially, emotionally correct. I can't say that. Especially politically correct because in your position you just don't, you're not so crass as what people say. Do I hate him? Absolutely not. Can't do it. How are you going to hate anybody and you say you're a Christian? How can you hate them? Come on now, really? This is getting to be too much. And then... At the same time, I can't hate those for shining the colors on them because I don't believe that way because the Lord said we not to. I can't do that. Hate them for doing that? Hate them? Come on, really? The things that draw people, if it's fleshly, will always draw them. Why isn't that the things that the Lord says draws him? Don't draw them. God says, Your flesh. It's amazing how this country has gotten to the point. Anything and everything go because that's my friend. That's my daughter. That's my son. That's me. I decided I don't want to live this way anymore. That's my choice. I have a right to do whatever I want to. I can live like whatever I want to. Fine. You can say that, but why can't I? Why can't I talk about the Lord? And his love for us. And yes, he says that everything that I do is not, if it's not according to his will, is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Simple. You're just trying to control. That Bible is just babble. It just wants to control people. Um, don't we have laws in this country? Standards, now they're just up for grabs in some people's minds. Wasn't we supposed to be law-abiding citizens to take care of our neighbor's property? Don't go and vandalize other people's stuff. Don't murder, don't lie, don't steal. Based upon, uh, the, the Constitution was based upon the ten instructions that we call commandments. Many want to take that down too. In a Christian nation though. Because you want to do what you want to? Come on now. The Lord still allows us to live amongst each other. But when it comes down to a relationship, he says, there's no other God you're supposed to have but me. He'll even get to the point, he will, uh, uh, now if you're going to be offended with the word, and you have to be, you will be offended if you're not his. If you're offended and you are his, who's got the problem? That's exactly what I put in my post. How are you going to be offended as a Christian? Who's got the problem? If you called into ministry or you're in the body of Christ and you're offended at His written word or His given word, who's got the problem? It can't be God. So, here we are. We're facing this right now. you talking about an upset. This is going to be one. The Lord let me know that. So I have to zip my lip on some things. I will, and I'm going to constantly do that on that, unless He says to tell it. But, This is going to be an upsetting um, election for some, for a lot of people. Because he's going to show himself, I'm sick and tired of everybody trying to uh, live like I don't exist. He's so tired of this foolishness. And I tell you, we should be saddened by it. We should really be saddened by it. You have so many... In the body of Christ, now listening to the media so much until it has become their God. Whatever the media says, and the media is not going to always tell you the truth. You have a lot of people with commentary. What does commentary mean? My comment. Does not mean that it's actual facts? It's my facts, how I feel about it. But when it comes down to the word of God, there are no commentaries on it. Is what he said. And we down to here we hearing people talk about the leaderships of our country. I'm not just talking about the office of the president. That's not what we know. That's a major target. I've even heard that this country is no longer the United States. It belongs to the president and everybody else is just crazy and don't even have a mind. Whatever he say, that's what you do. As if nobody reading the word and not realizing that even the president of the United States is subjected to a true and living God. You can only go so far for so long before he either you either repent, straighten up, or he takes you out of here. So we're supposed to be praying for our leaders. You read in this word, you see so much have gone on. There were there were leaderships that came that was intimidating the Israelites over and over. A small country, only a few miles in diameter. And the Lord showed himself strong every single time they came to try to destroy who he said you're not supposed to mess with. Then you got people so upset about that. They think that the Lord has just forgotten about the rest of us. Are you serious? Can you really be telling me the truth? How can the Lord forget anybody when he created everybody? Come on. Let's be real here. Let's stop this foolishness. So much is going on. People, oh my goodness. How dare you? How dare you say that this person can't be that way? Lord said so you're not supposed to. If I'm uh, Whatever that is. If I'm going to be hateful to you, he said I'm not supposed to do that. If he said, if I want to just lie and slander you all the time, he said, I'm not supposed to do that. I want to go steal your stuff. The Lord said not to do it. I want to uh, uh, just murder you. Absolutely not. Don't you know, he said, if I gossip about you, I've already done it. It's just like murder to him on the same level. Oops. How many of us have done that? We have to repent and he allows us to re- to repent. The many of us, we got to the point we just bash people because, yes, they have choices of how they want to live. And, oh, yes, this is the main one. Sexual orientation. Orientation just means just what it is. You decided to do what you choose to do. The Lord still loves you. But he said, there's certain things you already know I'm not going to change on. That's not going to happen. So here we are. We got political parties actually dipping into what God says. Just for your votes. Just for your money just for their status, and that's the truth. They are not always, a lot of these political figures, you got to understand, politics doesn't necessarily mean that individual that you voted for is actually believing in what you believe in. That's the truth. They are there to represent whatever cause that you said that you want them to fix for you. Now, if you choose a certain way of life, then they want, if they want to go in that direction and say, okay, we're going to do this. Now, this is what I would tell anyone, all of these religious people that's really about to cringe, because I said that uh, those that are in a homosexual lifestyle are supposed to be able to have a right to live and, 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 and have their food and, and have their insurance. and all. They're supposed to. They're humans. God created them. He created all of us in His image and likeness. He didn't say He created everything we do. Now, that's just the truth. Whether we like that or not, if that offends a Christian person, really you need to check it because it's not going to change. He didn't change that. Now, at the same time, as a Christian, we're supposed to be able to see the why behind the what. There are people who have been hurt. People who have been abused. People who have been uh, attacked, raped by people, and they have... Uh, uh, The enemy has made them feel that they need to go in this direction because their body responded to a stimuli. Many have. Others, because they've heard it so much. Only way you can experience these things, and science has proven it, that you're not born that way. It's true. That may offend some, but it's the truth. The only way that we can get to, because I know that like I told someone it might hurt uh, or offend some, I have been molested by both genders. That did not make me go into a lifestyle that the Lord said not to. I'm thankful that he allowed me to become a Christian before I was six years old, a few months before I was six years old. Because I was molested a few months before I was six years old. So I became a Christian two weeks prior to that even happening to me. The Lord came and introduced himself to me. So when you know that who he is, you don't take down the stance. You love like he does. And he loves with everything in him too. It groans. It makes him hurt. He's devastated that someone would not love him or not allow him to love them. So for for people to hate people and beat them because they have chosen a lifestyle is crazy. That's not godly. That's not the Christian way. How can you dare say it? At the same time, you don't change what the Lord says. You live like He does. He loved everyone. And there was no one that was around the Lord that could say He didn't. Even those that was right in the midst of sin. He loved on them. The woman that was uh, had five husbands. And she was living with one at that moment. He didn't come and bash her. He asked her to give him some water. She did. They started talking. And then he asked her a simple question. Go tell, go get your husband. Because he was doing things in order. He wasn't supposed to be talking to this woman alone. Unless there was some type of witnesses there. She said, I don't have one. He said, you spoke right. Because the one, you've had five. The one you got right now is not yours. Now, how would she get offended in the truth? The first thing she said was, he told me everything about myself. When your flesh is not in a mess, when you're not trying to, to solidify that flesh, just whining, 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 want to prove that it exists, and we know flesh exists because you notice know on our body, that's the first thing you see is that skin over our house. And that's a lot of it. So that's what it wants to do. It wants to stand its case. Make what it is right. The thing is, no one wants to feel ostracized. No one wants to be alone. No one wants to be rejected. No one wants to not be validated. And the enemy knows it. This is one thing the enemy will never do that mankind always seems to do. The enemy will not deny who he is and what he does. Nor will he ever try to say that God does not exist. He's not that crazy. He know the Lord created him too. He allow us to do it. But he won't do it. And here we are in this country. It's, it's not just a battle of one political party over the other. You're talking about a spiritual warfare like no other in the history of our elections. That's what we have. We have actually people who say that they are true and living Christians, have been born that almost could be signed on the dotted line when Christ was born. That's how deep they say they are. Now, actually, willing to compromise on everything the Lord says because they don't like a certain person or a certain character or in the person or the lack thereof. And then to the point, I'm listening, looking at other uh, uh, leaders other faith are saying that if a person even be, uh, uh, favors morality really is where they're coming down to but because they have linked morality or immorality to people and not to God or ourselves that if you believe in certain things shouldn't be and you say it's a Christian nation and you a Christian then Oh my goodness! You must be a such and such supporter, and that means because I hate them, I hate you. Uh, 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 really? I don't understand it. How leaders saying that? You are reading the same word I have right here open, and you can't de- differentiate what the Lord says and what we want. That's crazy absolutely crazy and that's what we have in this nation it's boiled down to hate who hates the best who hates the most and who can hate the end with the most color that's what it's come down to and that is sad when i said that i'm praying for the lord to have his way and his say that's exactly what i mean I want him to stand up and show exactly what he means about everything. And I tell you, when I say that a lot of people say, Oh, you're just asking the Lord to just beat us. Do you know who he is? He's God. He's loving. He don't want to beat us to death. He doesn't want to separate us from himself. He wants to draw all men to him that we will know his loving kindness. That we will know that when we choose things that's not according to his will, it's going to destroy us. That's what he's trying to say. I don't care how good seeing feel, And it does feel good, yes. You can't say that. It doesn't. Especially sexual. If you, 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 you. I had sex and not saved. But in your spirit, you already know that's not right if you became a Christian. You know what you're doing is not right. No one has to tell you that you feel it. But if you've gotten to the point where you ignore what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you, he will walk from you. He won't stay there. He can't. And then that's when you start where people are saying, well, it doesn't bother me anymore. My conscience doesn't bother me anymore. So it must be right to know. That's just like when we if you were to take a drug and you took something that was too strong for you whether it's just over-counter, aspirin, or whatever, the milligram was too high for you, you start feeling funny. You already know not to do it again. But if you say, "Mm, I kind of like the way that felt, and you start getting your body used to it, more and more of it, your mind, your brain start actually thinking that what you're giving it is nutrients. At one point, it knew it wasn't. That's the same thing we do with sin. We can start keep playing with that so much. Like I said, in all sin, it's not just sexual sin. And and, and really, come on religious people, it's more than just same-sex sins. The Lord sees all sins the same. He doesn't differentiate on any of it. He wants us all to come to Him. He wants us all to allow Him to dwell in us. And when we allow Him to do that, He's not making us feel like we're not wanted or needed, because He wanted us. He made us because He wanted us. No, He doesn't need us, but He makes us feel like He does. We need Him. And then when He becomes one with us, it is then He needs us, because we are one. He doesn't want to divide Himself from us. And that's what we, we really have to pray for our leaders. We can't just keep talking about what the media is throwing out and now somebody disgruntled. And And, and I'm just going to have to make it as plain as the media has made it plain. And those that are talking about the president has made it plain. And those that have been in the lifestyles and parties that he's been in. That might offend you to know that he has done those things. It might just offend you. But he has not made, he has not lied. I tell you. That man has not been a hypocrite not one time. Have he sugarcoated anything? You can't say he did. Now that might be hard for some to th- deal with because of maybe of where he's been. Just like my ministry might be a little bit crass for some because of the way that I present things. But who he brought me to were those that the church would not want. He told me that. He said that um, where religion would not even want to deal with some of the people he's taking me too. They would see him and love him in me. And they are okay with me being the way he need me to be for them. So maybe because of where a leader has been, made him a little crass. We're supposed to pray for him. There's people around him that should be helping him. And if they are trying to tell him and he's not listening, that's when you're supposed to pray. Pray, Lord, that our president listen to those that are uh, uh, helping him to be who he need to be. Because he hadn't been trained in politics in that area. He hadn't been trained to be a president. He wasn't from a child knowing that this is where I'm going to be and knew the protocol and decorum. So we should have been praying for all about that all along. But when you are in a Christian nation, and this is going to put the push to a shove. where you are in a Christian nation, that means you're supposed to be acting according to its dictates. Meaning that, no, it's not going to control you because God don't. he allow you to do what you want to do for a certain time. Because ultimately it's going to be his way and his say. So you can choose to do what you have to do, but to make that a mandate to the whole nation, what he says not supposed to be, is going to cause more conflict than you realize. You notice how now there's young people, no respect for anything and anybody. My mother taught me this. She said that if a child can disrespect their parents to the point that they don't matter, nobody else will either. That means you won't listen to law enforcement officers or anybody else. I'm not saying that everybody is uh, on law enforcement or good cops. You have some some bad cops, but they are not the, the norm. If you get to the point where you have lawlessness, there are no boundaries whatsoever. You are going to have chaos. You are going to have spiritual holocaust. And that's what the enemy is trying to slip on in there where politicians are using people's feelings because they've been hurt by so-called Christian people, yes. We've had, we have different religions saying that Christians have nothing to do with Christ, don't even believe in Him. They're bowing down to a baphomet head in the, in dark basements. Maybe not dark basements, you know I just had a little liberty there because they do it right there in their offices with the, the, the windows wide open. You have people that are hateful towards people that don't look like them. I mean, hatred and all of this sort of things. And then they are making laws that's supposed to dictate the entire land. Those that believe in Christ, oh, you just better shut up. You better not believe in the love of God that you're supposed to love everybody. Don't you dare. If I love you, I'm supposed to just deny him who he is and you just do whatever. And if that means you want to kill me, rape me, do whatever, tear up my stuff, fine. And that's not what the Lord says. Now there's going to be people that say, well, everybody on this side don't believe that way. And of course you think about what you just said. Everybody on your opposite party that you don't like, everybody doesn't believe against Christ either. You have people that believe as a Christian on both sides. And a lot of them, as a matter of fact, I have to believe this. If they are Christians on both sides, both Christians have to get alone. Because you cannot be a Christian and another one is a Christian and you don't get alone. And that you don't love each other and that you don't believe in the same God and don't believe in this word like he said. If you don't, then you can't be who you say you are. He's not going to change, but we must. So what I'm truly praying, we're hearing people talking about this drawing me. That really that really stinged me. drawing me because he had the, the conference at the White House. And then when the presidents, the former president, they had the callers. The pride call is shining on the White House. They wasn't jarred about that. Nah, that didn't jar them. Hmm. It doesn't jar you when someone exploits someone's child. Rape them. They're in the church. I'm talking to church. You Remember I told you my platform is everyday life from a Christian perspective. People in the church supposed to be loving on your children grooming them, teaching them the ways of the Lord, seeing the gifts that's in them, bringing them out. And as the word said, you turning them out. And then you talk about them because they're living according to the spirit that was in you. You are molesting them, and they're not telling it. And it could be their own, when a child is molested because I've been there, it's not strangers, someone that don't have access to them that does it. What I mean by that, they might not know that person very well, but someone they know does. They have to be able to get access to that child. And that doesn't offend people, doesn't jar them. You having the enemy actually, the word clearly says, you having uh, uh, the enemy transform who God made us. Well, we don't even have to say we have a gender anymore. We have no binary, that's what they call it. And you don't hate them. You're supposed to pray for them. That's your child. That could be your husband. That could be your wife. If you decided, where well, the enemy has come in and said, you no longer have to live like this. That's not true. You're not who God says you are. Word clearly says this. You have women turning over their natural affections to that of a man. Word clearly says that. Old and New Covenant. Vice versa. We see it all the time. Even talking about infeminate men. You supposed to hate them? No. You supposed to bash them? Absolutely not. Are you supposed to love them? Yes. How do you love them? You love like Christ then. You don't have to tell somebody what they're doing. They already know what they're doing. Now, when they get to the point where they try to make that over what God says, that's when you have a discussion. I'm sorry, I cannot do that. I cannot accept that I accept you. But I cannot accept that as that being true because that's not what the Lord says. I'm a Christian. This is what he says. And I must believe what he says over anything you and I may want to compromise on. That's what you have to say and that's what you live by. Sure, we all know someone who has decided to do what they want to do. You don't know why, though. Don't just keep pointing your fingers. You don't know why they're where they are. Especially if they were brought up in the Word, brought up in the same place as you were, know the Word like you do, and yet they live a totally different way. You don't know why. You should be praying for the why and stop looking at the what so much. All of us have whys in our lives. We're doing things, sometimes we wonder why. He knows why and we need to give it over to him and he'll let and let him handle it so he can get this nation back to where it needs to be before he gets back here. Because if he comes back when all this stuff is in the havoc and we allow it to happen, read the word, read your newspaper, look at this news and see what he did about it. People were wiped out and without him. Mm-mm, no, we don't want that. We want the Lord to see us like He already does, but that we actually are the way He sees us. He sees us as valuable and jewels. We're worth more than gold and silver and any diamonds that people are killing themselves over. He's worth more than Rolls Royces that people love to just flaunt. Lamborghinis, Maseratis, all the, you know, the... Ferraris, all of the Italian cars, the BMWs, the Mercedes-Benz, you, he's worth more than all the stuff that we can make for ourselves. He said, don't have any idols. Don't even allow your viewpoint to be your idol if it comes against what God says. I don't care if you lived it a long time and it feels real good to you. I don't care if you gotten to the point you've created a lifestyle for yourself that you don't really want to give it because it's hard. I understand if you fall in love with someone, it's hard to let it go. But if it was anything outside of what the Lord says and your flesh got into it, you're going to have to separate yourself from it. Don't look back at it and it's going to be hard. But you can't do it. Not and be with him. And that doesn't change. He said it from the beginning. The Lord doesn't throw surprises on us. He tells us from the beginning to the end and through the in-between how he feels about things. The way it has to be to be with him. And that's just it because he's holy. And holy has no other standard but holiness. But he accepts us as in our unholiness And he changes us to be who and what we need to be. And how we need to be to be in a relationship with him. And when we see it as the best thing that could ever happen to us, and he's the best thing that ever happened to us, and we allow him to change us, what we used to do and what we used to be and what we used to have doesn't even matter because we've changed. And we see that, oh, that was really... Like Solomon said, vanity, that was worthless compared to what he has for us. It's not anything the Lord is going to take from us that he doesn't have something better. He's not like that. He's not vindictive and nasty. Absolutely not. It's not even his nature. He knows every single thing about us. He knows why we do things we don't even understand. He knows all of our good, our bad, and our, sure enough, ugly. And love us. Absolutely adores the sound of our voice. Love our very existence. And when we allow him to love through us, we can love the unlovable in people. And we might not like it. And you pray for it to change. Because it has to. If they are in a relationship with the Lord, it must change. We cannot have it our way and not God's way. It cannot happen. We cannot say, use his name and not have him in us. Not have a true relationship with us. Because he don't do orgies, one night stands. He don't have a laymate or a playmate. He has a bride. And he don't cheat on her either. So he don't want us to do that to him. And when we start seeing it, that... We have a relationship with someone who will tear this world apart if somebody comes against us. He's got your back, your front, your top, and your bottom. He's not going to let the enemy wreak havoc over you and he not say, back off. Because he's going to wipe that joker out messing with you. Don't you understand? He loved us so much that he came down from holiness became a person to understand why we do what we do. And now that he does, that's the reason why he has so much mercy. Doesn't mean just because he's given us grace. It's okay. He knows, I know what you're dealing with. So, okay, come on. Let me help you get here. And the enemy hated him so much that he beat his body like it was nothing. Made him look like he wasn't even human. Because he couldn't have it. He could not have that body. And just think, he resurrected. And that body didn't even look like that beaten pup. But he kept the scars to let you know I was there. I died for everything you've gone through. That person that raped you, molested you. That person that made you feel like you're supposed to be where I said you're not. You that decided that you was going to accept something because someone rejected you. I still love you. And anybody put their mouth on you after you've gotten back with me, I got this. I'm a tan and tanny. It ain't no better because the Lord chastens who he loves. So I thank you all for listening to me. I love you so much. I really do. And I want you to continue with me praying for our nation, praying for this election, and praying for each other because we truly need each other. I'm going to tell you this every single time I talk to you, and this is the truth. I love you with all of my heart. I really, really do. Many of you I know personally, and you, I really do love you. And those I've never met, I really do love you. But this is one thing I'm going to tell you is more important than any feelings I have for you, and that's God loved you first, and he loved you best. God bless you so much. I love you. Good night.